Hello, and welcome to episode 94 of Soundwave. I am your host, Matt, and joining me is Carlos. After 24 hours of no sleeping, well, more than 24 now. I was able to get a nap in. At least a nap in. Yeah, we had a crazy snowstorm last night, and I was surprised that your driveway shoveled as nicely as it was, because that was a lot of fucking snow. It was. Well, I did get a shovel twice, so that's why. That's true. No, yeah, because I, I had my car outside until I got done with my shift or whatever yesterday, and I've just there had to be at least seven, eight inches on top of my car. Just trying to fucking scrape that off was impossible. I shoveled at home last night before leaving for work. Then I got to work, and then I had to shovel in the morning. Still blow. And I got home, and it's time to shovel again. And then I had to, I had to stop where I was in the driveway and go to the end of the driveway and shovel that out so Casey could get out of the driveway. <laughs> Nah, he can just plow right through. Oh, he would have gotten stuck. <laughs> he would have gotten stuck. <laughs> I made it through my driveway yesterday night. I don't know. It was fine. But, yeah, there was a lot of snow. Yeah. Not as much as the East Coast, but it's still about time that we have a freaking snowstorm, actually. But yeah, whatever. I guess. But winter. Freaking winter. Uh, like the snow is so much higher now than it was before. <laughs> around, like, driveways. It reminds me of being a kid when you'd put on your snow pants and go make a fort in the snow, except I don't want to do that anymore. And, like, my, I would always be told, hey, don't make a fort by the road, you know, even though it's but stacked up so high. Yeah, that's the best place to make a snow fort. Just like that movie Snow Day when they make the gigantic snow fort over there. Yeah. Of course, it's still unsafe, you know, because the whole, hey, you're right here in the road, plow comes by, and then you're now... But I don't think the plow is going to run into a massive pile on the right. It'll just keep adding to it. You might get caved in. That's yeah. that's your problem. And then you die. Uh, sorry for not recording last week. I was coming off of a cold onto a cold, whatever you want to call it, and I just didn't want to do it much. I think, Carlos, you were happy about that. You didn't think of... I didn't have my list ready. <laughs> that's okay. So uh, we're doing it this week, and yeah, uh, three weeks have gone by, Carlos. Anything cool happen to you or listen to? Ugh. I can't think of anything, but that might be just because I'm tired. That's uh, okay. I know I listened to some stuff that was pretty good. I uh, went to Black Sabbath last Monday on a whim. Oh, yeah? That was freaking awesome. They were playing at the Target Center. I got off work, and I was like, oh, should I, should I not, should I, should I not? And I finally decided I should. It's crazy that they're still playing. So. I know. It's their farewell tour, and uh got a ticket at the box office there. It was a pretty freaking sweet seat. The so light that, show was awesome. So meant that... Ozzy was up there. That was Ozzy and the original a, guitarist and original bassist. Did he bite a head off a bat? Or no, there was no bats, no oh, nothing. So, so he must have had a snack before the show, though. That's, that's what it was, yes. Uh, see, he, Ozzy's never really sounded that good to begin with, so yeah. it's not like you knew what you were going into yeah. with that. But he still runs back and forth on the stage, and basically throughout all the years, all he does is, put your fucking hands up, I want to see your fucking hands! And that's about <laughs> all he does, and then he sings. So, I knew what I was going into with that kind of stuff, but... uh. Yeah, they didn't play any, like, Crazy Train or uh, Mama, I'm Coming Home or nothing like that because it was just a Black Sabbath tour. So I found out I knew a lot more Black Sabbath songs than I thought I did. They only have really two big hits, and that would be the War Pigs and Paranoid, which are were sweet to see live, but I knew a lot of other ones. Trying so. to blank on Paranoid, but yeah, I know War Pigs. You know Paranoid for sure once you heard it. But yeah, War Pigs, like, they had the, the sirens that start out in the song or whatever, right. and then they it looked like there was, like, helicopters and stuff coming in with, like, <laughs> lights flashing back and forth throughout the thing. That's and cool. they had giant lights going all over the, across the Target Center, uh, freaking gigantic screen behind them so you could see them all, and made, like, effects on it look like their bodies were burning away and stuff in some songs. <laughs> it was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. I'm happy I can say I've seen Black Sabbath before they all pass. That they must be blind, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was blind walking through my living room just to get down here. God, yeah, it's so bright out there once that sun hits that snow. 
doesn't help that it was like all dark while I was like shoveling. And <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so I saw Black Sabbath last week. Uh, new songs I've been listening to. Well, not new songs per se, but uh, I've been catching up with Toots and the Maytal again. Uh, Funky Kingston. I love this song. Just a nice reggae album. Uh, the album's actually Funky King- Kingston, and uh, the whole album's just great. Another one is uh, Porter Robinson, Language. Uh, I was randomly looking through like the best 2010 dance songs or something like that, right. or like electronic songs. I don't know, I, I dug this one. I must say, if you watch any like uh, electronic music videos and stuff, they are by far the coolest music videos out nowadays. I think, like they usually do. Have you seen the movie Oblivion with Tom Cruise? I have not, but okay. I know it exists. Yeah, it has that kind of a feel to it, where it's otherworldly and sci-fi special effects and stuff. I don't know. They tell more of a story than like I remember being a kid and growing up watching music videos, and they always told a story of some sort. I do like uh, music videos, like. Uh that have a story like i like i think i talked about before on the show like how the uh, music video for uh sound and color from uh i can't remember what band that was the uh album shakes yeah how it's like spacey and yeah, awesome like, yeah it's like a whole fucking space like this, it may not like, like this tragic space yeah. story you're watching play yeah. out it was great i i love when they actually take the time because a lot of times it's just the band playing on a stage or something like that was the big thing in the 80s with like hair metal bands it always just be a live video of them playing and putting the track along with it kind of a thing. Well, you see, it was like, uh, I, I did listen to, for my list, one of the, uh, I'll talk about it more when we get to it on my list, but like one of them, I watched some of their music videos. It was fucking hilarious because like they were intermixing. Well, like, of course, they're doing the live stuff, but at the same time, they were having this like bizarre stuff play out. Are you on talking about Kiss at all? I was talking about uh, Twisted Sister. Actually. Oh, Twisted Sister, yes. They have some fucked up music videos. They're and, like, just a crazy like, band. I, I watched like, a couple of their videos, and like, it had the <laughs> same guy coming. What do you think you're doing? What do you want to do with your life? As he's like destroying this kid's room or like making fun of some kid in classroom. It was the same guy both times. And, and then fucking great. D. Snyder comes in with his crazy makeup and craziness. I yeah. want to rock! <laughs> and then they start the song. It was great. Um, uh, and then one other song that was just released by one of my favorite bands, Underworld. It's called I Exhale. Their new album, I think, comes out in March or something, March or April. So uh, I was pretty excited to have this come out. kind of missing the highs with our sound setup here but uh yeah the song kind of picks up as it goes along i'm really excited to hear their new album they kind of grow really cool uh anything you want to add to our opening no nothing else all right well let's go into the music news 
Doom, boom, boom, doom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 doom, boom, boom. All right, three weeks of news was a lot to sift through, so I tried to pick what was interesting. Uh, David Bowie has been honored with the constellation in the night sky. The registered seven stars are in the shape of his iconic lightning bolt from the album cover of his 1973 album, Aladdin Sane. The constellation, fittingly, is in the vicinity of Mars. thought that was pretty cool. But, like, can you actually see it like a lot of those like stars are a little you'd have to have like a fucking telescope and like, i'm assuming most of these good stars are already taken for other constellations <laughs> here i'll see if i can uh, uh david bowie i mean if they cannibalize like the big and little dipper to make it like that'd be fine <laughs> with me. then you know exactly where it is all the I time know. Like, <laughs> right, look for the big dipper and now it's david bowie's constellation uh they just have like something drawn up here i don't know exactly where it is in the night sky but uh I saw a picture of it. Yeah, yeah, I saw that before. So yeah, it's it, it's in the shape of it, but you have to kind of find it first somehow. I don't, mm-hmm. I haven't looked at where it is or anything, but that's cool. Um, vinyl, a new HBO show about the 1970s New York music scene, uh, which is it, the executive producers are Martin Scorsese, Mick Jagger, and Terrence Winter of Boardwalk Empire and Sopranos. That is going to premiere on Valentine's Day, and I'm really excited. All the previews show, like, down in CBGBs, they have people acting out Mick Jagger's character, the Talking Heads characters and stuff. So it's about, like, a record guy from that time trying to find the new music scene and becoming a millionaire or something. Nah. Got a lot of sweet actors and stuff in it. Does it end, like, Breaking Bad or something, like, just not good? The what? I suppose, like, uh, maybe it ends tragically for the guy. It could. I don't know. We'll find out. The series hasn't started yet, so it's a brand new start. My money's on cocaine. That could be, probably. I think there's going to be a lot of cocaine in that. <laughs> but uh, Mar- Martin Scorsese always does awesome stuff. And then mixed with Mick Jagger, I think that'll be really cool. Anyway, it's a... Uh, it, it's, it's a, a new TV, TV series. And yeah. Martin Scorsese's doing a TV series? Yeah, he's he's the executive producer of it, so huh. he'll be directing. He's, that's pretty that's a, he's I think he was also the executive producer for Boardwalk Empire, too. Oh. But... uh. Yeah, and then Mick Jagger, he filmed a lot of the Rolling Stones concerts and stuff back in the day, and he also did The Last Waltz, the one about the band and everything. So Martin Scorsese says he does a lot with music, so I think it should be pretty cool. Um, another has been added to the list of artists that have passed away last month. Uh, the Eagles guitarist and founding member Glenn Fry died. Uh, on his website, it reads, Glenn fought a courageous battle for the past several weeks, but sadly has succumbed to complications from rheumatoid arthritis, acute ulcerative colitis, and pneumonia. Uh, the Fry family would like to thank everyone who joined Glenn to fight in this fight and hoped and prayed for his recovery. Words can neither describe our sour, our sour sorrow, it just says sorrow, uh, nor the love and respect that is given to us by the millions of fans around the world. So, yep. That was another one. Our trivia last week at Emma's was awesome. It was about David Bowie, Alan Rickman, Glenn Fry, and Abe Vigoda from uh, The Godfather. Because oh, yeah. he passed away, too, at 94, I think it was. So, yeah, all the questions had to do with that. And I knew it from the second question that it was going to be about that kind of stuff. <laughs> but then I lost by two points. So that sucks. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, Pearl Jam have announced a massive North American tour in addition to headlining Bonnaroo and New Orleans Jazz Festival. They'll hit up stadiums like Fenway Park and Wrigley Field, uh, but there's no stop in Minneapolis yet, which I'm kind of bummed about. Uh, Along with Pearl Jam headlining Bonnaroo this year, the rest of the lineup was revealed on Conan. 
Uh, the list includes LCD Sound System, Dead and Company, which is Grateful Dead, and I think it's with uh, John Mayer, uh, Tame Impala, Death Cab for Cutie, M83, and many more. Uh, it returns to the farm on January or June 9th through the 12th. It's their 15th year anniversary for Bonnaroo. And I wish I was going, but I can't because I got tickets to The Cure instead at the same weekend. So either way, that's going to be a good weekend. Yeah. Too bad you can't do both. I know, because I want to see a bunch of those bands that are at Bonnaroo this year, and I haven't been in a, long, in a while. So I haven't been since the 10th anniversary, I think. So five years. Um... Iggy Pop and Josh, I think it's Home, Homie, the guy from uh, Queens of the Stone Age and Eagles of Death Metal. Oh, you're looking at the wrong person here. I thought you'd know how, what, how to say his name. I don't know. No. Well, I'll just say Josh Home. How about that? Because it's H-O-M-M-E. Homie? I don't know. Just go with Home. Home. Josh Home. Uh, they have announced a new collaborative album, Post Pop Depression. The album is billed as an Iggy Pop album and produced by Home. Uh, here's a clip of the first single called uh, Garadina. Or Gar Gerd Gerdinin. I don't know for sure. He says it a few times in the song. A forbidden dream. A dream. A dream. Yeah, I'm excited about the album. It comes out March 18th, and a tour has been announced. It starts February 22nd. They'll be in Minneapolis in April, and I'm really debating on going. Uh, he'll be doing some songs from his Lusts for Life album and whatnot. Here's an interesting one. Weezer. Uh, they are releasing a new album called Weezer, or else the White Album. Uh, it'll be released April 1st. The band is offering a Weezer Experience bundle on their website, which promises a trip to the Galapagos Islands to go bird watching and sightseeing with River Como. Uh, the bundle also includes two tickets to see them in their upcoming summer tour, a signed copy of, an el- of the album, and the right to be named King of the World for a Day. Want to guess how much this costs? $10,000. $25,000. To that lucky person to go to the Galapagos Islands well, with River know, Como. Being king of the world for a day is pretty rough. It is pretty rough. To, uh, and going to the Galapagos, that's pretty rough. Too. Well, you could get eaten by Komodo dragons. You never you know. You probably go to the Galapagos for less than $25,000 yeah. yourself, though. You're just paying for... Yeah. Well, they're they're oh, self-releasing no, this album, too, I guess, or something. I, I know, know some of you are like pretty excited about the fact that they have another uh, colored album. Yeah, the, uh, I don't know if that's going to change any no. of the sound or anything, because they really, I, I haven't been a big fan of them in their last, I don't know, four or five albums. There was like one song that they... Well, I think Every like album has about album one really good song on it. After like but last, album, last album that they were playing on like the radio, I just did not like the song at all. Yeah. Like every time I was like, no, why are you playing this song? <laughs> but uh, yeah... I don't know, that'd be cool if I had $25,000. I don't like them that much, but I'd yeah. still be cool to go to Galapagos with River Como, I guess. <laughs> uh, Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys has announced an extensive world tour to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Pet Sounds. Uh, it's coming to the, I think, Orpheum, and I'm really excited. They'll be playing Pet Sounds in its entirety. Um, 
Brian Wilson has said, it's really been a trip to sit here and think about releasing Pet Sounds 50 years ago. I love performing this album with my band and looking forward to playing it for fans across the world. Uh, it'll be the last performances of Pet Sounds, he says. So I... I'm trying to draw. I'm drawing a blank on uh, Pet Sounds. Like, were there any like good? Uh... That would be like the 1960s, like voted number one album of all time. Kind of. It has uh, Sloop John B on it, and God Only Knows, and Wouldn't It Be Nice If We. Right. It's got those songs on it, and in an entirety, it's one of. It's just awesome. All right. They have nice instrumentals on there. It's really cool. I recommend giving it a listen. A uh, few more things here. Presidential candidate make a lot of big promises during election season. Uh, John Cash, the governor of uh, Ohio and Republican candidate for president, uh, has said during an interview on CNN that he is going to try and attempt to get Pink Floyd back together again. I think it's just hilarious. Uh, saying, and if I'm president, I'm going to once and for all try and unite Pink Floyd to come together and play a couple of songs. And since we have so much trouble in America with our finances, I'm going to start with a little song they called Money. I just thought that was funny because it's going to be impossible to get them together. Yeah, that's not going to happen. For a, for a president of the United States, I think that's the last thing any of them want to deal with to begin with. So yeah, I just that was. I'm assuming that all of them would just be sending like uh, responses, like videos of them giving the finger. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, and then on the Democratic side, uh, the Iowa caucuses are over now. Uh, Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton are at a virtual tie, basically. Uh, but Sanders, I guess, has been closing his speeches with a star band by David Bowie playing over the speakers. PBS has pointed out this has been leading up to the Iowa caucuses. He's been doing that in most places. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I heard that just the other night. It was just great. Yep. Yep. It just is great. Not, not the... Not the uh, Sanders speech, yeah, but the song. I, yeah, the yes. song. It is a great song. Uh, since 1958, the Record Industry Association of America, RIAA, has awarded platinum and gold certifications based on the quantity of albums sold by an artist. One million copies meant it went platinum, and a half a million meant it went gold. Uh, last week, the RIAA uh, added streaming along to their traditional album sales in determining whether a record is platinum or gold. Uh, one streaming doesn't equal one sale, however. Instead, it's 1,500 on-demand audio and video streams uh, counts towards the sales. Uh, that would refer to, like, Spotify and Apple Music and not, like, Pandora. Not Pandora. Yeah, because so, that's not a choice of what you can actually hear on there. I guess. It's, you can pick somebody you want to hear, but it'll just play other things with it. Uh, I personally don't <laughs> think this is right. I don't know. Like, sure, you've listened to the song numerous times, but you didn't actually buy the song, so... Like, wouldn't this just mean that eventually it's just going to... I don't know what's the cutoff for stuff for all of a sudden, hey, this song came out like two years ago. It's platinum now. Like, Justin Bieber is already platinum. Would this make all of his albums, like, triple, quadruple platinum just because he's got, like, 3,300 and some million views on a song? I don't know. Isn't that fucking weird? I don't think it... Uh, but, uh... the. To accompany this news, the RIA announced 17 artists have been awarded with newly des- designated gold and platinum records. Among those, Kendrick Lamar's Pimp a Butterfly, uh, Big Sean's Dark Sky, Coldplay's Ghost Story. They have all been awarded platinum now. And uh, The Weeknd's Beauty Behind the Madness went double platinum now with this. Oh, wow. So I don't I don't think it's quite right. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to think about it yet. I, ju- I like the fact that you have spent money to own this thing and half that money. The streaming, thing, I don't know. Yeah, but I just 
barely can be bothered to buy music. I know, and that's why they're doing this because there's a lot of people that don't buy music anymore. Especially with something like Amazon Music, where like, oh, that CD is like free right now. Well, I'm just gonna take. In that sense, it makes sense because there's a lot of people that do the exact same thing where they don't buy the music. But I don't know. I I just like the old fashioned album sales. Like I have to really like an album now for me to buy the music. Mm I buy or far be too many albums. Really drunk. <laughs> that too, I just on Amazon. I, I'll buy it. Uh, and then finally, the feud. I don't know if you heard about the feud between Bob and uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, I think it's freaking hilarious. He's, he, <laughs> he, he, he doesn't. You can't really think that. Right? I don't know if it's like you can't really if it's publicity or what the fuck's going on here. But supposedly, <laughs> Bob has questioned the shape of our planet and saying that it is flat. Uh, in some tweets, he says. The cities in the background are approximately 16 miles apart. Where's the curve? Please explain this. And no matter how high in elevation you are, the horizon is always at eye level. Sorry, cadets. I don't want to believe it either. And then another one. A lot of people are turned off by the phrase flat earth, but there's no way you can see all the evidence and not know. Grow up. So Neil deGrasse, he basically sent out a bunch of tweets with science explaining that the earth is not flat. And then freaking B.O.B. released a song called Flatline that dissed him in it. And he also does a bunch of conspiracy theories in it and stuff. Uh, But uh, last, I don't know if it was this week. It was probably this week or last week. uh, Tyson went on the nightly show to rebuke B.O.B.'s insistent that the earth is flat. Giving a quick lesson on why the earth is not flat. And uh, also adding, that's right, B.O.B., when you stand on the shoulders of those that come before you you might just see far enough to realize that the earth isn't fucking flat. And then he, to demonstrate gravity, he dropped the microphone. <laughs> so yeah, he did a bunch of Isaac Newton stuff. I watched the video and it's freaking hilarious. So stupid. Like, isn't the curvature of the earth like 23 miles or something like that, I want to say? I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah. And of course, if you have gigantic fucking buildings sticking up, like, of course, you're going Maybe to Maybe B.O.B. is just trying to get people to fund him to get sent to uh, space because but he really see, wants to go to space. See, I don't the know. thing is that... Uh, this is the group that he's like part of, and like, uh, this is like a thing that people believe. I know it is, which is scary. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? But I mean, and the fact is, he's floating airplanes. You can definitely see the curve of the Earth in an airplane. That doesn't mean he understands how it works. Yeah, that's true. He's just probably just my window. My window's probably curved a bit, making it look curved. But yeah, I, I I've, can't see this I've just been slowly following this and laughing hysterically. I don't know. It's it's funny. But uh, do you got any news to add? I do not. No. Yeah. There was a lot to sift through. That's what I got out of it. So let's go on with the show and do some weekly theme here. The weekly theme this week is glam rock, uh, and it spawns, basically. Uh, David Bowie died a couple weeks ago now, and I thought this would be fitting to have kind of like a memorial of what he and other at that time have created. Uh, Some others like would be T-Rex and David Bowie and Lou Reed. All those kind of like started a a thing. And uh, yeah. In its definition, glam rock is... Uh, a style of rock music 
first popular in the early 1970s, characterized by male performers wearing extravagant and flamboyant costumes and makeup. Uh, the sound doesn't necessarily have to be girly or anything like that, but it was just how they presented their shows on stage and how they dressed and everything, which kind of grouped all these people that you wouldn't think being in glam rock, like we were talking about earlier with Twisted Sister and stuff like that. That definitely part of the hair metal generation, but yeah. like Motley Crue and all those, all the makeup they wore and all that stuff, it's another takeoff of glam rock. You wouldn't think it, but like Marilyn Manson would be too. And uh, My Chemical I Romance. My, uh, this morning had like Pandora playing with uh, glam rock. I was like, really? This is glam rock? Yeah, when you sent me a couple of those, I'd, I'd like, oh yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, that, that makes sense. Like I had to go online like all right, so uh, like on like uh, glam rock like lists of like be- hundred best songs, and then I scroll down. All right, so there's one band that I have <laughs> on there, and like just see like that. All right, so yeah, and then it was actually glam rock. The Wikipedia glam rock page is pretty interesting too because they have the actual '70s one, and there was a shit ton of them in the '70s, and then the post glam rock section there, all coming from that, and then there's like the ones that were influenced by it and reading it. I'm like, holy shit, this is like basically everyone i listened to back in high school and stuff like panic at the disco and my chemical romance and 69 eyes and him like yeah based in marilyn manson they're all basically glam rock it's kind of fascinating to think about but uh yeah i can start it out here and i'll start it out with david bowie's queen bitch Yeah, that comes from the Hunky Dory album, which is freaking amazing. It's got changes and uh, oh, you pretty things on it and stuff. It's funny that's your first song because of what my last song is. What was your last song? Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. Nice. Uh, what you got? Uh, my first one on my list is uh, Bang a Gong from T-Rex. I recommend downloading as much T-Rex as possible because T-Rex is freaking awesome. I had a big T-Rex Mark Bolin phase in high school. That was fun. <laughs> uh, my next one is by Mr. Lou Reed. It is Transformer. And this so- the song is Vicious, and it's off the album Transformer, which David Bowie uh, produced, and he also does backing vocals in a lot of songs. Uh, this was after Lou Reed came out of doing Velvet Underground and stuff. And, yeah.
that album also has a uh, walk on the wild side on it and a uh, satellite of love what you got all right uh my next one is uh schools out from alice cooper which is one of the first ones i was like yeah he did have a stage presence that was yeah. pretty crazy and awesome and everything so yeah I saw him at Bonnaroo, yeah. and he put on an awesome show. Do they have like a fake arm on him that they cut off and stuff, and blood splurts? And oh, it's great. I'm sure there's a just a metric fuck ton of students who like after they finish their senior year just blast that. Yeah, right, right. I did when I was uh, my senior year or whatever year that was of high school. I don't know. Also, uh, that's like I have multiple songs on my list that are just in Guitar Hero and Rock. Band oh yeah, that, yeah. I, that I remember playing like over and over again on those. They have awesome guitar riffs. Like these songs, yeah. they're classics. They're so great. Uh, my next one is I don't really get into this band too much, but this is my favorite song by them. The band is called Roxy Music. They're from the UK. Uh, Brian Ferry and Brian and uh, Brian Eno are both in this band, and uh, this is Love Is the Drug. thought that like sound and guitar rift is so interesting just weird what you got uh my oh wow i misspelled the yeah i saw that one. i figured it out <laughs> well, I, I figured you'd figure <laughs> it out uh, my uh, next one is rock and roll all night from kiss not kids yeah Oh, Kiss. There's still a band I'd like to see live at least one time. I don't know, I don't know if I'd enjoy the show that much, but <laughs> still a lot of sing-alongs. Uh, my next one is by the band Sweet. They were really famous for that one song, Ballroom Blitz. But uh, this is another one that's pretty popular. It's called Fox on the Run. I think it's about 1975. You got a pretty face, but the rest of you is out of 
terrible British teeth. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> All right, what you got? Uh, my next one is uh, from Twisted Sister. It's uh, "We're Not Gonna Take It." <laughs> These music videos, like we were talking about earlier, oh my god, they're great. It's just full of slapstick. It's just fun. They have a new documentary coming out actually, and uh, it looks awesome. Oh yeah. I didn't realize how they started out and everything, and they showed it in the previews and stuff. But yeah, there, I want to see that. Great song too, and it's just. D. Snyder is probably one of the ugliest men I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> uh, my last one is from 1973. The song's called "Trash," and it's by the band the New York Dolls. What you got for your final one? Uh, my final one, which I was really surprised that this was included among like uh, among this list. It would be the theatrics and how this, the music is written and stuff would make it, yeah. Uh, so once I found out that, like, I just chose one that uh, one of my favorites from um, uh, this is Killer Queen from, of course, Queen. The uh yeah, I'd say what we learned from this is there are a few bands that are definitely distinctly glam rock, but once you start thinking about it and putting it together, their glam rock kind of spans till even nowadays. I don't know. Although it's a little difficult sometimes to figure out if a band is like actually glam rock. I like it's because you just it's not very easy to like differentiate it. Like mm-hmm. there's no like clear board. No, yeah. Or anything like that. And like Kiss, like they may have been more back in the day, and nowadays not. I don't know, but. Yeah, I don't know. Dave Bowie would be a clear one to me. He's one of the vin- inventors oh, of glam rock. But on the other time, like he also like changed the way like he did his performance. Yeah, like too, time glam rock would have ended right there in seventy five or seventy four, whichever year that was that he 
ended Ziggy Stardust because then it was all brand new. Of course, on the other things. hand, though, if you if you count uh, even though if he's doing things differently, if you're counting every single one of his fucking characters. Yeah. Then maybe because he's still dressing up and being yeah. flamboyant on stage, so I don't know. It, there's a fine line. There's not a. It's it's pretty widespread. So yeah. Uh, if you disagree with us or agree with any of our things or even have other things to add, like suede, that's another really good one. Uh, send us a message on Facebook. Give make us sure some more songs. D- make sure to blame Matthew specifically. Oh, that's okay. You can blame me all you want. I don't care. Uh, they even put ABBA in freaking glam rock. Really? Yeah, I don't agree with that one, but okay. That's like disco, isn't there? Yeah, something? disco pop. Like, I don't know. It's, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't know. I, I guess I didn't watch any uh, ABBA videos, so maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe I, I don't know the last time I watched an ABBA video either, but I know their songs. <laughs> 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 All right, let's close the show out here. I was thinking of Abra, like Abracadabra, Abracadabra, or Abracadabra, Cadabra. I want to reach out and grab you. That's that sounds like a scary song. <laughs> all right uh thank you for joining us on this week's episode of soundwave new episodes are released every other thursday uh the theme for our next show if you haven't thought of another one carlos nope. uh it's going to be love songs uh valentine's day will be over by then but we can still tell you what we'd like to make sweet love to or we may have wooed ladies with on, on valentine's day i don't know uh, for updates and more information about Soundwave or other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios, or you can even follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Our flagship show, the Department of Offense, is still live every Sunday evening. Come join in the fun at BlindNinjaStudios.com slash live. Uh, this show and all of our other shows are available to stream on our website, BlindNinjaStudios.com, or you can even subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode. If you just can't get enough of Blind Ninja Studios, you should help support us uh, at the bottom of our website. Click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service, and uh, any amount that you pledge works for us, works for you, even as low as a buck. Also, if you're doing your shopping on Amazon, don't forget to stop by our homepage first. At the bottom of the page, you can click on the Amazon link and do all your shopping like you normally do. Then when you check out, Amazon kicks a little money towards us. It doesn't cost you anything else. Uh, questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks. 